and welcome to IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy, and on today's episode, I'm talking with Mike Oldenettle. Mike is the 2021 Region 7 Vice President and serves with the real estate group in Springfield. He is the president of Capital Area Realtors, now serving his third term as local board president and was the Illinois Realtors president in 2013 and Illinois Realtor of the Year in 2018. He has served on the board of directors for both NAR and the board of directors for the Illinois Realtors and has chaired several Illinois Realtors committees. He also previously served as a dean of the Realtor Institute and as president of the Illinois Real Estate Educational Foundation, or REEF. He is a member of the Illinois Real Estate Administration and Disciplinary Board, a Golden R President Circle and RPAC Hall of Fame member. My God, man, what haven't you done? And at the Illinois Realtors Fall Business Meetings, Mike was awarded the Presidential Medallion for his significant contributions to the association and the real estate industry. Uh, Mike is also an instructor and is licensed to teach pre-licensed continuing education courses and has taught Code of Ethics courses, which is what we want to learn more about today. So um, since, of course, NAR's Code of Ethics training deadline is coming up next month. My goodness, Mike, welcome to IR Weekly. <laughs> Jeremy, thank you. I think you might be <laughs> the most accomplished person we've put on this thing. Oh, Look at I, all that stuff. I doubt that. Oh, man. Well, I mean, and and so since we are going to be talking about NAR's uh, Code of Ethics, there's, of course, no one better uh, to uh, do that. But so let, why don't we start here, actually, though? But how did you get into that? How did you get into um, the education side of this and specifically the Code of Ethics training? You know, it all started for me with the uh, with the Realtor Institute uh, way back when. Uh, when I decided then, I felt this passion for, for education. I felt this passion for training. Uh, and for, for professional development. Uh, and the Code of Ethics, I'm, I, I don't want to call myself an expert. Subject matter expert, they've, that's, that's a title. Am I an expert in the code? I'm not going to... I know the code. Yeah. I live the code. <laughs> uh, and I teach the code. Uh, I also do the same thing with the license law. I'm, I'm, I've been blessed in my career. All the things that you've mentioned, uh, it's not because of something I did. It's because of the people that, that were around me to, to do things together. I, I do things by consensus, and, and I've appreciated all opportunities I've had, I, and I've been blessed. Uh, blessed to have great people and, and, and blessed for the opportunities. In my trainings and in my teachings with the Code of Ethics, I mean, it is what we live. And, and it's always been important to me that everybody understand that how it sets you apart, how it sets you above others in the industry. But it also, it, 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 it's, it's got a set of criteria on, on how we need to act as realtors, not just to public, not just to our clients, but to each other. And it's so important uh, for a transaction that, that realtors get along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's easy to get along with your clients and sometimes for whatever reason, uh, because we feel that there's a, that we're taking sides in negotiating, yeah. uh, that we can't still be professional. I, I've never <laughs> understood that. So it's important that everybody understand what the code's for uh, and even more important that they follow the code. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, like, and you, you kind of answered a little bit the first big question there, but like, you know, you hear the word code of ethics, you know, and it, it kind of automatically makes you like, oh, this stuffy book of things of rules that I have to follow or something. But it really is. It, it, it's sort of a credo that I love that you said that that sets you apart, um, you know, that, that, that shows that you're at a higher standard. Is that is that really what you're thinking with that? Yes, I mean, the, the code is really a, a criteria that, a criteria of excellence, mm. 
a criteria that set a realistic performance of professionalism. Uh, that's why it's important that everybody embrace the code, not just not just because you need to because of the NAR requirement of two and a half hours every three years, <laughs> you know. And we've put that into our CE, which is great. And we, you know, it's a three-hour course. You've got ten minutes, you know, five zero minutes of classroom. Da 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 da. So we've got CE that we that we teach the code, and that's a great opportunity to to get get CE credit, but also get the NAR requirement uh, out of the way. But it's evolving. It was a gift of vision. I mean, it, it's a living document. It's like our industry. It evolves. It goes through changes each and every year through the Professional Standards Committee, through Interps uh, uh, Committee uh, of NAR, and it gets tweaked. And there are very few years that something of the code, a standard of practice, that something doesn't get adjusted a little bit because it is a living document and it is evolving just like our industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you just think about how real estate has changed um, in oh. the past uh, past year or two um, with, with COVID and with everything. Um, but it, like, it sounds like the code is kind of getting up to standards with that, right? Oh, it is. It absolutely is. You know, and the significance isn't only for the members, but it's also for the associations. I mean, the, the code has helped with the development and growth of the NAR, of associations, you know. And again, it's not just for how we treat clients, but also how we treat each other. Um, but yes, this has been, by anybody's description, <laughs> a weird last, you know, year and a half, two years. I mean, the pandemic has really forced us to look at our processes, procedures. It's also given us the opportunity to, to engage in different forms of communication, to engage more often in communication. Um, and it, it the, the, the thing is, the code in and of itself, you know, it doesn't have to change for the, what we're going through now. It's still there. Um, but we just have a, a different way of applying it. Oh, yeah. So Well, absolutely. And I mean, like, you just think about how everything has had to adapt to, to the time of COVID. And, like, that is just ripe, fertile ground for, for many kinds of instances where, you know, you might be doing something that you don't think is unethical, but might actually in itself be that. It is It is vastly, vastly important. <laughs> so, and you're right, though. I mean, like, I, I, I appreciate how you're speaking about it because, yeah, I mean, like, again, you think, oh, it's a requirement. Oh, it's something I got to do. Oh, it's something I got to consultants, everything. But, like, yes, if you live it and breathe it, it really does make you um, a, a step above and, and a cut above everything else. You know, and there's a there's a portion of the code. It's called Pathways to Professionalism. And, and it's, quite frankly, do unto others as you'd like them do to you. Well, what and, is that? What, you know, on, it's the golden rule. You know, and, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's, it's nice that it just... Says that in so many words. I mean, and, and and in pathways to professionalism, I mean, it's just an easy thing to think about. Okay, if you know, if somebody calls me, I call them back. If somebody sends me a text, I text them back. If somebody's, you know, inquiring about whatever, it's you know, it should shouldn't be crickets. Yeah. You know, there should be a constant uh, engagement. There should be a constant communication, not just for our clients' sake. Yeah, you know, for for our sake, and it's do the right thing. Yes, <laughs> you know, you schedule an appointment and you need to cancel it. You cancel it. You don't let the sellers think that you showed up when you didn't. Uh -huh. I mean, it's just those type of things. It was just, it's just a reminder. Yeah. Okay, we know everybody gets busy, but what's common sense? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, well, you ca you called out one of my Achilles heels, which is responding promptly to people. Which is, which you're right though. There really isn't an excuse for it. You all have a 
very fast communications device right there at your hands. <laughs> you know, and I'm not and I'm not suggesting that you stop what you're doing. Oh sure. No, when 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 I'm with clients and I'm showing properties, it's their time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if somebody's blowing up my phone, I'm sorry, but these the time right now is is for them and they get my attention 100% because they're my clients. Yep. That's how I look at things. But when I'm done, I need to respond. I mean, yeah. you're going to respond to to your children, to your spouse, significant other. You're you're going to respond to your parents. Okay, you should do the same thing as a as a professional courtesy to anybody. So absolutely. Well, um, so you said though that the uh, there is a deadline coming up. Um, so what is the deadline uh, for the code of ethics and uh, the training requirements that, that are needed there? So the requirements for NAR is two and a half hours of code of ethics training, and we took we meaning the Illinois Realtors took the code of ethics training requirement and molded it into a three hour <laughs> CE course yeah. that IDFPR has approved for three hours of continuing education credit. So um, it is a realtor, and it's not realtor, it's a realtor requirement. As realtors, we have to have code of ethics. If you're just a licensee and not a realtor member, then you don't have the code of ethics requirement. So the code of ethics requirement has to be completed every three years. It used to be every two years, and they moved it to every three years. Uh, And the cycle was January 1 of 2019 till... December 31, 2021. So everybody has to the end of next month to get their Code of Ethics training completed. So if you're getting CE, great. If you're doing it through a Realtor Association, they track that. If you're getting Code of Ethics training through somebody that's approved to teach the Code of Ethics uh, through IDFBR, but they're not a Realtor member, you need to check with that education provider to make sure that you get the credit you deserve and have that communicated to the Realtor Association. So just want to throw that out there because some people do that without making sure that the credit that they have earned is actually properly being processed. So. Yeah, well, um, and so in that vein there, though, like what does happen if a member doesn't meet that training deadline and is not in compliance? Like what, what can happen there? Well, that's the key word, not in compliance. Yeah. So as a requirement of membership, all of us have Realtors, uh, we agreed when we became Realtors that we would adhere to the Code of Ethics and that we would complete this training. So if somebody decides or forgets uh, not to complete the Code of Ethics training, their membership could be suspended. Yep. And if your membership is suspended, that means that all benefits of membership, and if you, uh, in Illinois, if you happen to be a Realtor and your membership is suspended... Um, quite frankly, you, you won't have access to the association or potentially the MLS. Uh, so it could put a halt to your business until you get completed. And not that that sounds like it's a real bad thing, but this is what you agreed to. So just get, get, get the training done. It's what's best mm-hmm. for you, for your uh, for your office, and most certainly what's what's best for your clients. Yeah, and, and you're right. It's it's not just some test you got to check a box to. This teaches you. This teaches you how to be better at what you do. And again, you said how to separate yourselves there. Um, so where can members uh, take the courses, and how can they see and check, and as you said, verify that they are in compliance? The local association is the uh, the, the, the point of entry, if you will, of, of this type of data. Uh, so check with your local association uh, if, if they're uh, hosting or having 
having or holding uh, CE classes, either, either virtually or live. Uh, most certainly check with IllinoisRealtors.org. Uh, go to the Illinois Realtors website uh, to uh, see what offerings are being done for continuing or for uh, uh, code of ethics training, and hopefully to get the continuing education. Um, and the CE itself is tracked by IDFPR, but the code of ethics. Check with your local association to see if you have completed that. And it would not surprise me. Because it's a three-year cycle and our license is on a two-year cycle, you may have completed it when you renewed your license last April. So you look through uh, all the education that you've done. Hopefully you've kept track of either through your email uh, or through any printed certificates. Check and make sure any CE that you've done that you did maybe already complete the Code of Ethics uh, requirement. Uh, so if you did just renew your license, check and see if in 2019 or 2020, if you did CE. But the uh, uh, the place to check is through your local association and, and even check with the Illinois Realtors. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a good point that you made there because since this is a three-year cycle, you know, it's not like if you did it last year, that means in the next three years, it's another three-year cycle starting on January 1st, right? So yeah, it, by all means, please just at least go make sure that you um, did this because you might think you did, or maybe it was a long time ago and you thought you were in that cycle, but so definitely uh, make sure that you do that. So, um, Michael, this was fantastic. This was a, a really great conversation. Again, I, I just love how you talk about this. I love that it's a standard that is something that we hold ourselves to that that's higher, that it's not just a requirement. It's something that you learn from. It is. And it's been, in, it was instilled on in, in me years ago and it just, it just grew. And no, I, I live and breathe the code. I Yeah, I, I guess I am an expert on the code. There I mean, you this go. is what I do. <laughs> See, I, if nothing else, we code. got you to get, we got you around <laughs> to saying it. Because yeah. <laughs> it is enough. true. Um, all right, well, Michael, thank you very, very much um, for sharing that important information with us today. Well, Jeremy, thank you for having me. So if you would like to learn more about the Code of Ethics training or any of the education courses, um, you can always go to IllinoisRealtors.org slash education. Um, that's it for this week's IR Weekly Podcast. Thank you all for listening as always give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice and if you want to know any more content simply search for illinois realtors on your favorite social media app we will see you next week Music.